Welcome to your Lady Black Cats broadcast, your independent Sunderland ladies podcast. So last time, we uh, said that we hope to bring you good news from our game against Doncaster Rovers Bells, and we do. We beat them 4-0 uh, at the Hetton Centre, and that has boosted us up to 7th place in the league, with Reading being behind us on 4 points, and Doncaster being behind us on 0 points. So, good news. And a good win for the team. Yeah. It was emotional. I mean, it was, it was nice it was to finally the best hear. Yeah, it was nice to finally hear that win in music. Oh my god, I forgot what it sounded like. So, this is our first league win since... Last July. Last July, which we won against Chelsea. Bristol. Bristol. Yeah. I was wrong. I hold my hands up to that. But no, um Bad fan. <laughs> so apparently the only thing that we are able to do is beat teams that are gonna get relegated. Yeah. Um but no, we won against Doncaster and this podcast is just gonna be a little bit about how the game went, how everyone was feeling. How much we all cried. I mean we were those embarrassing fans sitting at the front. When we scored, we jumped up and we were like, yes! And everyone else just sat down and was like clapping. And it's I've like, never jumped at a ladies' match before until that game where I was like, oh, this is the appropriate time to jump. <laughs> and then start our wee chant of uh, Meadows on fire. That's my favourite chant. Why does nobody else help? We need that lad to come back. What, the little boy that stood Aye. in the front? Aye. He, he gets everyone else joining in. No one joins in with us because we're not cute. I mean, I am. Alright. <laughs> Big Ed, calm down. <laughs> no, but... So, we beat them 4-0. Um, it was pretty obvious by the half-time point that we were going to hammer them by a considerable amount. Um, so, basically, the game started with us making... Four, no, three changes to our lineup that started against Doncaster um, in the Continental Cup, which we got knocked out of. So yeah. obviously, um, we spoke about the fact that Doncaster in the Continental Cup saw us drop our captain Seth Bannon from the team, Rachel Laws in place of uh, Hildegard Olsen. We dropped Steph Roach and we dropped Beth Mead. Yeah. Um, so for the game on Saturday the seventh, we decided. Do you mean ninth? The ninth. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> so for the game on Saturday the ninth, we brought back Beth Mead into the team up front. We brought Steph Broach back on the wing. Still not playing up front. We need her up front. Uh, and we brought <laughs> Rachel Laws back in goal. Um, yeah. Although Steph Bannon, our captain, was still dropped to the bench, so we had. Captain Tory Williams. Captain Trev was the best thing that ever happened to me, to be honest. I saw her come out at the front of that line and I was like, wait a minute, that's where the captain stands. And then I saw the, saw the armband and I was like, oh my god. This is, I'm emotional. A little tear. <laughs> but then, beautiful. I mean, Bannon got the armband back when she got subbed back on. But, yeah. Um, I mean, that was just a bit of respect, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> but no <laughs> um, so by the time the kickoff had started we 
sort of had an idea of how the game was going to go. Doncaster played a sort of unchanged team. We had the one thing where I can't pronounce their name, so you can roll with it. Catherine Omar's the day was dropped out uh, because of personal reasons. Are you amazed that I can say her name? That was pro. I am um, bow down to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Omar's the day is not the hardest Icelandic name that we've come across. Think about Dagny. Um, I can't I, say half of the men's names. Thank you. I mean, they're just like Sigurdsson. Not That's the not, me- not the men's Iceland one. I mean, the Sunderland men's one. <laughs> What's hard about Lamine Coney? It's like we still ca- you, can you still not say Pantelimon? Pantelimon. Exactly. Oh, I can't help my Scottishness. <laughs> um, but no. So we already had like sort of that advantage considering the fact that she was one of their best players the week before did she score any the week before i think she got the assists yeah so oh, she yeah so she was one of the more prominent names the weekend before um so you know the first 20 minutes it when none of the teams had great chances but we were sort of we were sort of on the top foot like we were getting up the field yeah and we we broke through and basically their captain, uh, Leandra Little, jumped on the back of Beth Mead and took her down. <laughs> she just wanted a piggyback and Meadow wasn't playing. I know, it was tragic. Nah, she just sort of like it's like that foul, um Emma Mitchell, the Arsenal yeah. player against our team where she just was it against our team or was it against Man City? I can't remember. It was against someone. Where she just sort of like put her arm over the neck and just dragged her down and fell yeah. on top of her. It's a silly idea, really, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, straight red card. She was being a bit of a bad sport, to be honest. She was awful. I but mean, the send her off. Sending off, you meant to leave. And she goes and sits on the bench. So we're all sitting around like, what one earth are Donnie doing? Like, because we all thought, oh, they must be making a substitution. And they were like, the coaches were like, it's not us, we're not doing anything. And the ref goes over and Leander Little is sitting there kicking off. Like, I didn't want to go back in. And the ref's like, well, you've got to. And it's like, no, I'm not going. And it just happened, that just happened for about two minutes before she eventually gave up and got booed off for being a little time waste. A little time waste. A little time waste. It was pretty tragic though. They were all standing around and like, everyone was shouting the ref like get on with it get on with it and she was just sitting on the bench like I'm not leaving you can suck it up because I'm not leaving <laughs> everyone was shouting at the ref and the ref must have been thinking it's not my fault I can't <laughs> do anything she won't leave <laughs> uh, so um, yeah so she was booed up the tunnel and yeah she was booed up the tunnel and um Basically, basically, after she was booed up the tunnel, she um ah well they had ten players and they had three people in their back line. Yeah, it was a weaker back line, and we had a really nice chance on the edge of the box. It would have been so nice. Was that the one where um, Maddie Hill went in and it was just saved and the keeper like pounced on it? No, 
When was that? Was, that was, was that I don't like, know. That was later in the year. It was near the end. <laughs> You're getting your halves mixed up. This one was where like, Lucy Stan took the free kick and it just oh, went like, yeah. over the top yeah. of the bar. And we were all like, oh man, Stan. We were all, <laughs> oh man, Stan. Oh man, Stan. Get your head in the game! <laughs> um, but it was at this point where I was sitting there and I was like, maybe we won't win. Maybe we're just crap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, at this point, obviously it had been sort of even, but now Donnie had 10 players and only three people in their back line. And like, it was weird because the difference between their team and our team was the fact that every other team in the league has had about two or three players on Beth Mead up front. Mm-hmm. Donnie didn't seem to care about Mark and R, so Beth no. Mead just sort of had free reign around everyone. Yeah. And, um... I mean, they were already failing to deal with Mead enough, judging by the fact that uh, Little had to throw herself on Mead. Um, yeah. So it was obviously opening up more chances. And... The, I mean, credit to their goalkeeper, uh, Hobbs. She was pretty decent. I mean, she's a canny goalkeeper. I mean, if they had a worse goalkeeper and it could have easily been like six, seven, she managed to keep it down to only four. Yeah, and um, finally we break the deadlock at thirty-four minutes, and Beth Mead gets a ball in the back of the net assist by Maddie Hill and just a nice little tap in yeah so nice and um I think that's the first really really like decent goal I've seen Mido score this season because obviously she's had the penalty yeah and she had one against Redham yeah the one against Reading in the league that didn't count was really nice, but it didn't count. I'm still not adamant that that was actually a goal, but... It went in. I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah, but you wear glasses, so it's... Exactly, so my vision is perfect. Should have gone to Specsavers, pal. Um, These are from Specsavers, don't you get sassy with me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, then like four minutes later, we go up two 0 when uh, our defender heads one home. Of yeah. all people to score a header, I did not expect it to be Haley Sharp though. Haley Sharp so good in the air. No, but like we have like Trev, tall, tall player. Tall, <laughs> tall. And then we have Fernie, who is a tank in the air, like. If you go for the challenge, she's just the head just the ball just homes to her head. Yeah, and she's just, just she's just got a magnet in the ball and in her head. Yes, and like you'd expect it to be one of those two, but no, Haley Sharp got into the back of the net, which I was really really offended by on the women's football <laughs> show. Right? No, no, not gonna, right. I was watching the women's football show the other day, right? And yeah, they showed every goal but Haley Sharp's header, and I was like, oh, but it was so good. The offence is real. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were 2-0 up at this point, and to be fair, 
Doncaster haven't scored more than two goals in a game all season and the two goals they scored in the game were against us and we didn't look like we were going to give in any goals to be fair yeah um and at the end of the half we have five minutes added time because Thanks someone to- refused to leave the field um someone cost the team another goal I mean yeah Mead got our second in uh, so that put us 3-0 up um it was such a nice goal but you know at this point though it was quite clear we were going to win yeah they're not going to score four in the second half unless we had like a massive drastic failure Unless Lightning hit all of our players and only our players. I think, you know, I think if that happened, they might have called the game off. Well, I mean, we're working under hypotheticals here, Emily. Hypothetical? Okay, we'll deal with it. We'll go with it. <laughs> um, so, there was a... There was a massive blow for us at, um, in the second half, though. Because, yeah. obviously... All of us worried for about five minutes because we thought Mido was seriously injured. Um, didn't actually see what happened to her. All I know she got no. clattered from behind. Yeah, I didn't see what happened either. I was watching something else. I don't know what. But uh, <laughs> then I just look over and Beth Mead's dead on the floor. I'm like, oh. I mean, it, no, it must have been serious though because they kind of like all the like two physio teams came on straight away and then. Obviously, their goalkeeper is, like, Nicola Hobbs is a qualified firefighter, so she was over there, and then, like, as soon as the physio got over to her, they were like, we need a stretcher right now. Yeah. So the stretcher came on, took Camido off, and then, like, two minutes later, she was walking around the stands, and it's like... Yeah. Was there much need? I mean, she would have had to go off anyways, because it's a head injury, and she could have... She would have been concussed. Yeah. But... I don't know if she needed to be stretched off. She was like, oh, it was just a precaution. They, they brought it on and they were like, well, we're strapping her on now. We're not taking it off again. She's going off on the stretcher, damn it. <laughs> um, but no, she seemed in fine spirits after the match. Like, Yeah, she did. She punched me in the back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot that happened. I mean, punched in the I'll back. Forgive her. Punched in the back and then told her... <laughs> us to ban her friend from the game <laughs> I mean that was a good bit of banter I appreciate being class banter um, so yeah like after this slightly salty but we kept Steph Roach on the wing and pushed Maddie Hill up front I don't get it I want Steph Roach up front I just want to see it once in my life well she promised us a goal next week she promised so- me a goal uh, she was talking to the both of us. Can you shoot your mouth? <laughs> um, so, obviously, Brooke Chaplin is now our joint top scorer, is it? Yeah. No, she's one below because Mado got two. Oh. Well, I'm pretty she, sure she's one below, anyways. I don't know, probably. Um, so, yeah, Brooke Chaplin got her final goal of the day when she got through and curled ball into the top corner and um, um I, I, that was such a nice goal i just she shot it and i was like ah it's gonna it's gonna miss not going right in. and just curled in at the last second and i was like oh my god 
That was beautiful. And then, like, we just stay on top of the whole thing, and then the final whistle goes, peep, peep, and then... <laughs> Not peep, peep. And then uh, we all sort of just sit there and we're like, we we could avoid relegation, like, we could actually do it. Yeah. What a nice concept. It's it's just genuinely exciting, and then all the players seemed like really happy after the games. Like it's yeah. ni- it's nice to see them not on the verge of tears for once. I'll be homeless with a no selfies. Steph Roach promising promising us a goal. Yeah, it was lovely. Um, but yeah, we've also <laughs> obviously this weekend we've got Birmingham away. Birmingham are near the top of the league, I don't think we'll win it, but like at least we'll go into it with good spirits, not being like, we need a league win. Yeah. And Steph Rich promised me a goal, she better get me one. Um, <laughs> if she doesn't get one, you're going to have to kill her. That's just how it works. I'm just going to have to like burn my Steph Rich jersey <laughs> that I bought. Oh my god, that's £63 down the drain. <laughs> um, no but, pressure, Steph. But no, um... You know, it's nice to finally have a win under our belt and, you know, if we stay in the WSL, like, obviously there's been a change of format to the league, so we'll play a nine-game tournament next spring and that doesn't count for anything, like, you can't get relegated or anything from that. And then we'll... We'll, um... Have to play winter league from now on, which is going to be awkward because like men's games and stuff. But apparently they're going to try to avoid it as much as possible. Um, the only thing that really worries me, and it's mainly about Sunderland rather than the league change, is the fact that the ladies is going to be using it, the development is going to be using it, and then every men's under also uses it in the winter. That pitch is going to be awful. I know. To be fair though, like. With the way the game's going, if it works and the attendance grows, I reckon we'll be looking for somewhere different to play. Stadium of Life! Stadium of Life! Get the they'll lasses let, on the Stadium of Life! They let the under-21s play there. They don't get big attendances. You get in for, like, free. Fair enough. Well, so that is the good news that we have, and we will cover the Birmingham game. We'll probably cover the Birmingham game and the... Arsenal game and the Man City game at the end of the month because since we're not going to be at the Birmingham game it'll be difficult to cover in a podcast by itself we'll need to see the highlights Um, and and then we're pretty short on time between Arsenal and Man City as well because uh, you're going to Disneyland and leaving me to suffer in lovely old England I know Um, so yeah We'll both be present at the Arsenal game because I yep. changed my flights so that I could go to the game. Uh, we'll both be present at the Man City game. We won't be at the Birmingham game, but we'll cover it in the next podcast. So we'll have three games to bring you for the next podcast. And, you know, part of me doubts we're going to have a win to cover, but we'll go for it anyway. If we do, it's probably going to be Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Emily. Yeah. Emily, it's not going to be Arsenal, is it? <laughs> seven one. It's not even seven one. Seven it's seven nil. nil. Seven Five nil. One. Okay. I mean, it could be City. I mean, if we Stop beat City, C- at City. If we beat City, I'll eat my own hand. 
Which hand? My left one, because I need it less. Okay, fair. Okay, that is the wonderful news. We beat Doncaster 4-0. We're not going to get relegated, probably. Whoop, whoop, rave. <laughs> uh, oh my god, no. Until next time. <laughs>